0: The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Worldview Media Podcast where Gordon and Joyce Runyon view popular media through the lens of the Biblical Five-Point Covenant model to help believers appreciate and apply principles of exciting narrative and engaging storytelling.
1: Alright, here we are coming to you live from a Department of Damage Control vault that we've been time locked into for the night.
2: Oh no. Great.
1: It's the Worldview Media Podcast. <laughs> dun,
2: dun, dun, dun. Hey.
1: Special holiday edition. What? Where Holiday <laughs> Yeah, it's a... Holiday. Big time holiday.
3: If you don't know what it is. We don't uh, know <laughs> what I'm telling you. We
4: don't, don't know what it is. So we <laughs> don't know <laughs> <what you're> <laughs> either. <laughs> And we don't know either.
1: Well, it's special because we've got the whole fam in here to do the podcast. And the reason is because we're doing Spider-Man Homecoming. And uh, it's unusual because that movie's actually still in the theaters. <laughs> you. And, <we're>, <laughs> and we're podcasting about it. Uh-huh. So we all went as a family to watch this movie the other night.
3: Yep.
1: And we have some varied opinions. It's true. About it.
3: The correct opinion
4: and the wrong opinion.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. So let me introduce my co-hosts for today. First and foremost, the wife of my youth, Mama Joyce. (laughs) Hello. Daddy Gordon. (laughs) (laughs) Don't call me that. That's ridiculous. That's terrible. What?
4: Is that (laughs) ridiculous? Daddy Gordon?
1: (laughs) And then oh, no, the we have my oldest daughter, Carmen. Say hello. Hello. We have middle daughter, Jordan.
3: Hello. And
1: the baby of the group, <laughs> Regan. Hello.
3: Hi. <laughs> we all got to say it together.
4: Hello in harmony. No.
5: We, did we James don't got to do that. didn't work.
1: All right. So we're here to talk about Spider-Man Homecoming.
4: The latest... Marvel release.
1: Yeah, and that's really the way to think about it. It's the latest Marvel release, and not shouldn't be considered like connected to the other Spider-Man yeah. releases. No. So this is the third Spider-Man in in less in than recently
4: in twenty years, less than twenty years, 15, well,
3: 10, 10. <laughs> Uh like eight. I don't even know. Not what? not less than
5: ten. First Spider-Man was no, two thousand. And... Unless, like, this isn't my thesis. It's either 2008 or nine, I think.
3: Oh, no, that's way too... That's...
1: Google. Yeah, it's got to be way earlier Google than Google that. Google. That was way early. Reagan was a toddler. It was toddler. like
2: 2001 was or something. Was 2002.
1: That first? 2002 was the first one. Now, I heard some opinions on the Internet that Toby McGuire was the horriblest Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> You would be right. You'd well... Be,
2: I
5: don't...
1: Do we have some opinions like that?
5: I have some...
1: Who thinks that Tobey Maguire was horrible Spider-Man?
5: Not I. I don't... He's my least favorite Spider-Man. I'm sorry, Tobey Maguire, but he... like... it's He did a decent job, but comparing all of them to... Each ...against other. each other, he's probably the one that did the least of it. That he's He's just a big crybaby.
2: Disagree.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so who thinks that Tobey Maguire is not the worst Spider-Man? Well,
3: see, the thing is, I feel like (laughs) Tobey Maguire was a really pretty decent Peter Parker. Peter Parker. There He maybe wasn't the best Spider-Man, but he was
2: a pretty good Peter Parker.
1: Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I
2: would agree. Well, he's my favorite, because... That was the first one I saw. I think that's the first superhero movie I recall watching and, like, actually being kind of into and right. kind of understanding the plot at the end.
1: Yeah. Not <laughs> while
2: it was happening, but... <laughs> but <laughs> you caught by on it, I was on it, and I knew it was happening. And uh,
1: yeah.
2: He was just... The so you kind f- of yeah.
1: grew up... He's your Spider-Man. He's
2: my Spider-Man, yeah. Uh,
3: you never right. forget your first you Spider-Man. You forget.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, And, Mom, you, I'm guessing you like Tobey Maguire the best out of all the Spider-Mans.
3: Oh, you can't like Andrew Garfield the best. I may like
1: No, don't say that. I like
3: Andrew Garfield more than Tobey Maguire. You know, I think they each bring something different to the character. Oh, no. Like non characteristic <laughs> trait way too cool hair. And like what, what he was all stuttering crazy in that first movie. Oh, have you me. seen that? Like I was a little nervous. But like just talking. Yeah. He'd have be having a conversation and he'd say the same word over and over and over again. I was like I was thinking think do you want that, 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 that Oh is that's, this okay? oh, that never
4: happened? I was gonna Not say that's to Peter funny Parker. hearing
3: from you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was uh, Garfield. Yeah. Mm. It that. was crazy.
4: That doesn't stick out in my mind to think no. about it. I was sad that they cut the series short. I think they should have gone know. on and. I'm, I'm glad that with the second reboot. movie. <laughs> it's
5: no good. I, nope. The second
3: I liked, movie had all the same problems as the as the third Tobey Maguire movie, but it except a for the better dancing. It
4: was a better Spider-Man. But that dancing was something. But it was at <laughs> <a> least <laughs> dan- a laugh. It was at
5: least a good time. you Okay. Can- that's poor writing if you have to put in your main character doing a stupid dance to get laughter. But see the thing is it's like
3: that's not him being cool. That's like dorky Peter Parker doing what he thinks
2: is cool. Yeah. And that's funny. That's now, late. that being said, me saying that you know Toby Maguire was my favorite and I really didn't like Andrew Garfield's portrayal, I guess you'd say. But Tom <laughs> Holland, Holland did a really good job, and I think that he is probably now my new favorite Spider-Man because he does have that. He's not it's super cool; like he's, he's got dork. he's got some dorky, nerdy tendencies. You know, he's yeah. a bit of a yeah, bit of a little right, you know, kind of a loser. A little yeah, bit, I was a little bit say. of a
5: peon. You know, <laughs> well, all of his uh, all of his T-shirts throughout the movie have all of like the nerd jokes. He has the yeah, the diagram of find X and it's you know it's the angle and he circles X on the thing and it's like a found X so those are like the kinds of t-shirts he's wearing he's wearing he looks like a modern nerd
2: yeah and I think a lot of people liked Garfield because he was funny mm. and I think that Tom Holland has a lot of humor in his Spider-Man yeah. and the writing is really he's real light and stuff yeah and it's a good I think it's a good movie to start this Spider-Man. reboot on yeah I think it w- he did a really good job. He's a good Spider-Man. Probably my fave so far. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, the the he's answer. He's also a kid. The answer is Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. That's true. Nope. Correct. Nope. Yes. You know,
5: it's in reverse chronological order: Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire. Oh, wow,
1: you're you're out on Tobey Maguire. No, right?
5: wow. he's he wasn't so bad. So <laughs> every single fight he's in he has to take off his mask and have the big soulful eyes they the all took
4: off
3: their masks during their fights that's like a yeah. Spider-Man
5: trope every single one of
3: them does that does except so for when, when Andrew Garfield does it his hair is all
5: whoopy and, and like an anime don't character don't be hating his hair it's good hair that's but why Tom it's wrong Holland, for let's it out for Tom Holland though, because he does take off his mask at like the big emotional climax for him, and then once he falls off the plane and he's expected that this guy is dead, he takes his mask off. He's not just taking it off randomly in the middle of stuff. Like he takes it off, and then he puts it back on and goes out to fight again. Toby McGuire doesn't just take off his mask. It gets like
3: exploded, and then it's like, why am I wearing this mask? I got to take it off. Well, so we have some different, different job.
1: views yeah. in so the uh,
2: <laughs> Damage Control. Let's control the damage!
1: No. <laughs> yeah, let's control the damage.
5: Oh boy. Can't help it, they already gave Toby Maguire three movies.
1: Yeah, that's true. Alright, <laughs> so we're mildly divided
4: <laughs>
1: on yes, mildly the divided. actor. Now what did you think of the story? and this one is different than the other Spider-Mans because they didn't reboot by going back to the beginning. We didn't see the origin story again, for which I was thankful.
4: There's just no references back about anything.
5: But there is.
4: There are like two There's a lot of
5: implied stuff. And he does kind of talk it through with Ned, his buddy, when Ned finds out. He's all, well, how did this happen, all this stuff? And he's like, I got bit by a spider. Really? it doesn't get much more complicated. Yeah, that's the story. Well, what, a spider in his room? Mom, you know the spider
4: because you've seen it twice already. What does Ned know? He doesn't know. I got bit by a spider. Ned got, we,
3: he told Ned the story. We just didn't see him telling the story because that would be boring because
4: we know the story already. I like the story. Uh, There's some validity in stories.
1: (laughs) Alright, so we're a little divided on this.
4: Well, I think, for me, it feels like you're just dropped into this. That's and, the point. Yeah, but I don't like that. You know, I'm going to this movie to see Spider-Man. I'm not going to see, okay, this is after The Last Avengers, so I'm going to go see the Spider-Man from that movie. I'm going to see Spider-Man. And so there. for me, there was a little bit of a disconnect in what am I seeing.
2: But it was Spider-Man. I think um, you have to be willing to go into the movie kind of knowing that you're not going to get an origin story because we've had that. And we already before. met
3: him, so and we already, already know.
2: Yeah,
4: but had a preview. Even when they've had other characters come in together and they do their own movie, it's their movie. It's not, okay, I'm going to pick up from where this was here and then we're going to move that, forward. When that hasn't
3: happened before, though, at all. Yeah, this is the first time a character's been introduced like this. The reason all the other characters had origin stories in their movies is because that was the first time we were meeting them.
2: Yeah, Spider-Man has had a franchise for a while.
1: Yeah. yeah, I wasn't too upset about missing the origin story. I, <laughs> I was, was willing to, to just, roll on. Yeah, I was ready to get on with uh, with the story. I think that's the issue, <laughs> though. You have to accept that this mm-hmm. story is in the middle of the overarching Marvel it's a Cinematic Universe yeah. story yeah. that's going on.
5: Right. Uh,
1: but what did you think of the story?
5: I liked it.
3: That was good. I think it makes sense for The universe? Yeah, for the universe and for (laughs) what Peter Parker is doing at this stage in his life.
1: Yeah, now, so... Specifically, the villain in the story is the vulture. And there were some places in this Spider-Man I thought it was more faithful to comic books, like him having the web shooters and not having the web be organic... That's that's very comic book stuff, and the fact that he this guy really was a high school kid. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah,
3: he looks like
5: a kid. Yeah, right. Freshman. And there's references to him doing like kid stuff that he has to have Ned look up. Well, where's the lights on the car? I don't know how to drive (gasps) this car. I
2: don't know how to drive a a car.
1: car. He has to get adults to drive him around Mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I like the vulture. In the comic books, the vulture is this old guy who's basically a vampire. I mean, he's not a classic vampire, but his powers are vampiric in that he kind of sucks out people's life force and uses that to reverse his own aging process. Um, and he leaves all his victims, dying of old age. And so, okay,
3: so he's a vulture in that other way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, in a vampiric sort yeah, of way. Yeah. Yeah. But, this vulture is kind of feeding on the carrion of like ruins and uh, the, damaged the pieces of society. From, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Alien
4: technology.
1: So what he's doing is he's going to places where like the aliens came in and destroyed New York in the first Avengers movie, uh-huh. and also where Ultron had a invented a robot army. Uh-huh. And the vulture's going into where all the ruins of the and the rubble of the battles are and he's stealing the pieces of high-tech stuff. Right.
4: Scavenging but making it in a- his mind, I think he was doing that legally through a bid had he had a bag. legal
1: scavenging service. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: And then they came in and shut him down and said, no, you can't do this anymore. And we're the going
1: federal to do government violated his contract. That's and, it. And That's it,
4: exactly. And yeah. so then he's going and he's taking what he So he's to basically the candidate. hero
1: of this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's way. really interesting, I think, <laughs> because,
4: because there are, you do at
3: some points kind of, you're not like rooting for him, like, Go vulture, right. but you're right. like sort of on his side at points. Well, his like,
1: motivation makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, they don't really yeah. call him vulture, do
5: they? Well, no, but that's, but that's they call
1: him the vulture flying guy. Yeah, yeah. Peter calls him like, like the
3: flying vulture
1: man. I kind of There's like the, that
5: with Marvel these days. Is that they don't necessarily hit people with the names. Like, if you know, if you're familiar, if you're familiar with it, then you're gonna it. be like, ah, yes, I know this guy. Um, like we have uh, the the guy at the very end that he's selling uh, stuff to. Um, he's got a scorpion tattoo on his neck and his face is all messed up at the end. He's like, I've got some friends I want to go and take down this spider guy. Um, he's actually, he's named after you know the scorpion so he's eventually going to become scorpion which leads Maybe. into- If they continue an, the series. Which, if, if they don't <laughs> cut him off, um, which leads into the Sinister Six which would have been Garfield's eventual but we won't talk about that, because that'll get us started again. Um, yeah. And then also, the the guy that he... Um, this is a, an extra part, but the guy that he... The criminal that he goes and meets and interrogates, that gives him a hard time, he is actually... Um, he mentions that he has like a cousin, like a nephew, nephew. that lives in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, in the c- continuity, his nephew is uh, Miles Morales, who becomes the second Spider-Man later on. Ah.
1: So there's second Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah,
5: you didn't even know about. That. I you didn't, even didn't even know even about know. that. Yeah. So there's <laughs> there's stuff in there that all sort of pulls together, and then there's also in there. The guy with the electric glove is the shocker. And, oh, yeah. right, and they right. give him a hard time for that. He's like, you can go around and call yourself the shocker. Oh, the shocker does I shock
3: is. people. I'm a yeah. shocker. <laughs> <the world>. Yeah. <laughs> right, right.
1: Okay, well, so I thought... I thought the vulture as a villain was innovative. Yeah. And I liked that better than the whole sucking out your life yeah. force yeah, thing. Yeah,
3: that would have been... It it's wouldn't have fit in the, in the world <laughs> that they right. come up with.
1: Yeah. Uh, now, there was... A continuity issue between the comic books and everything that we've grown to learn about Spider Man that I thought they messed up. Because to me, it didn't seem like this Spider Man had any kind of spider sense. He got caught off guard on a all number of occasions. Yeah. Well, they don't weren't. have.
5: I think they showed it better in Civil War. That, like. Because there's a the one part where he's up on the thing and he's talking to Sam, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh! And then, like ducks in the car company. Oh, that's true. Yeah. In Civil
3: War, you could see there were little things that he would sort of react to something just a a little bit. But it didn't happen. See, I
2: I was talking to a friend about this, and (laughs) they had said that that was kind of an issue for them, that Spider-Man seemed to now be kind of not as familiar with his powers and not as prepared as he was in Civil War. But part of that
5: could be because of his dependency on the suit that he got in this one.
4: Well, and then he changed the settings on the yeah. suit and kind of messed himself over. Yeah. So there could have been some issues with the suit, which is, which is what I thought. But, um, yeah, I, that was lacking. You know, now that you mention it, I was just
1: uh, well, especially of, the scene where it actually made me mad watching it is when he's, he's finally at the homecoming dance, which, Duntada, there's where the title comes from, Right, yeah. which was lame for me. Yeah. Spider-Man, Homecoming, dance.
3: (laughs) Well, I don't think that's it. Well, but I think it's also kind of (laughs) an in-joke in a way for like you know Spider-Man kind of coming back under the Marvel umbrella from being from being with Sony and stuff. And that's not like the main thing. But
1: but he's coming out of the dance, and he knows he has to save the world.
3: Sure. And, and he's running
1: that? out. He's running out. And he
3: gets bl- blitz attacked.
1: He he gets totally caught off guard from the shocker yeah. who just nails him right in the face. Yeah. And, and to me, that made me a little mad. I was like, where's the where's the spider sense? And the same thing happened in a couple of the things, like when he's hanging on the airplane and, and the, I don't know, it just seemed like certain things that happened that seem, it seemed to kind of surprise him, uh, I thought, man, where's your where's your danger set, Spider-Man?
4: Were you surprised? Uh,
1: right.
3: <laughs> that's, yeah, that's probably a fair point. But I think it's just down to this movie's particular, like whoever the writers were or something, because it yeah, was it's, it's hard to compare to it the Pisos. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, let's see, the other pet peeve I had which is a minor thing Captain America is my favorite Marvel superhero and they just turned him into a buffoon in this he's just a clown in this movie and uh, I just thought it was
4: well I think it goes back to the first one where he was doing all the propaganda stuff yeah
3: that's kind of how I felt it was kind of a callback to that sort of thing and I think you can tell by his uniform that it's like around first Avengers time when all these things were filmed So that would have been, like, you know, right after he's coming back and and reintroducing himself to the world and stuff. Because there
2: is a... Me and Jordan, when we were watching the movie, they do... They They um, mess up their timeline a little bit. If you don't think about it in the fact that this was during the... Yeah.
3: Yeah, because they start off with that... It's during the Avengers ruins and they're Mm. scavenging all this stuff. And then it says eight years later... And that's supposed to be what's happening now in Peter's life, but if, but that would make it like twenty twenty, because Avengers happened in Avengers. The movie came out in two thousand twelve. Unless Avengers was right after. Unless my theory is <laughs> my theory is Captain America. The Captain America movie, the first one, came out in two thousand ten. Right. <laughs> so if if Avengers <laughs> took place really closer to when Cap gets unfrozen then it would make sense and the timeline would be right. That's what I f- but that's thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But a lot of people online are, are like, oh no, the timeline is ruined. And I'm like, maybe <laughs> no, Avengers just sense. happened in 2010 and the movie came out in 2012. Like, it's possible.
5: Fair. Fair. We'll go with that. That's, official. that's my theory. <laughs> official canon. You all
1: it... are thinking about this way harder than I did.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Let's see. Anything but else?
4: But you also see where the captain that. They, he's there they're showing this but he's kind of been disregarded and, and I don't know if that's because of the Sokovia things that's mentioned not,
1: in a couple different yeah, places as well yeah, that he's on the run and
4: yeah so you know there's not that same type of oh Captain America you know they're still showing them but I don't think it's the same type of uh, so like effect if you that have it used to have,
5: like Michael Jordan or yeah, somebody.
4: yeah. just Michael Jordan's
5: fitness thing. Oh. Well, okay.
1: or O.J. Simpson. Yeah, J. J.
5: and you're like, well, I guess
1: we're still showing these videos. <laughs> I don't know. It's
5: still in the thing. We we still gotta show it. They haven't filmed a new one yet.
3: Although, so. to be honest, if I lived in a universe where Captain America was real and I went to like a public high school and stuff. I would be down for watching informational videos, but he started like, okay, <laughs> that's fine with me. <laughs> I'd be wondering
5: why they wouldn't have him do it. Like, can't they get like Captain America or something to come do this? I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah.
3: And if, yeah. if it's about helping the kids, I don't know. I guess I could see why he could be wrangled into doing it. Is what I'm, what I'm saying.
1: Right. Right. Makes sense. Okay.
3: <laughs> See what
1: you did? Any kind of general things left on the story?
2: Um, I really... That plot twist is really something. Oh, there is a plot twist that's crazy, but I was just going to speak more broadly. I really kind of appreciated that it was a light-hearted movie, and there wasn't... Mm. To me, there wasn't a sense of real, imminent, serious, world-destructive danger that's going to yeah, kill everybody. There was no because, laser ray shooting up into the right, sky. Right, because you kind of... Watching the movie, you can kind of tell that Stark has Spider-Man under control, and the situation is kind of belittled by him, and it's kind of not a huge deal. So it kind of seems safe in that sense. It's really
3: ground level still. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, in that way, it also kind of seems like an origin, because it's sort of just starting out. So, he's not thrown into anything super in the middle of his whole entire... It's not fighting aliens. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So... And when they did that, they kind of had more room to play around with humor, and friendship, and (laughs)
3: high school stuff. High school (laughs) stuff, and I thought
2: I thought that was fun and kind of different than the other Spider Mans. And I appreciated it. I thought it was a really funny movie. Yeah, no like real mass destruction
5: or anything. But it was still well, interesting. Washington Monument it's thing. It's but still kind
3: mass destruction. And that <laughs> wasn't like honestly,
5: buildings falling down. Honestly, that wasn't even like a planned thing that was supposed to happen. That was like an accident that ended up happening. Yeah, they just it, that wasn't part of any maniacal plot yeah, or yeah, or it wasn't
4: part of the writing or anything. Yeah, we're I right really before. liked the little notes that he left on anything. I thought that was oh, really see, cute. Oh, see,
3: that's so cute. And that's a real comic book thing, they too, do where yeah, the leave little the notes, and notes and, and, yeah. yeah.
4: So I thought that was really And that's the first time good.
3: we've seen him do that in yeah. movies, mm-hmm. too. So that's fun. I, I thought okay. it was really good how they updated it.
1: In terms of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where does this rank? Uh. I, mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's been a, of, it's been a lot of movies. but Yeah. Uh,
2: I think it kind of ranks differently than other movies because it's a different vibe. Well they're all yeah.
1: Well, let me let me propose some movies that are generally held to be some of the best of the sure. Marvel That's cinematic Winter universe. Soldier? The first yeah I think a lot of people have Captain America with Winter Soldier at the top. Some people I personally would put that at the top. That's yeah. my favorite one of the Marvel movies. But somebody else
4: would too. It's a good
1: one. <laughs> so but then there's other movies like uh, The Avengers, the first Avengers is considered to be way up there. And sure. The first Iron Man. Oh,
3: yeah. That's good. That's real good. So <laughs> is
1: does this movie vault up into that tier or does it fall in second tier things like... Uh, ant No, like maybe... Uh, Well, maybe... Or, like, the first (laughs) Captain America and Ant-Man and uh, Civil War. Those are kind of second-tier things.
4: You know, for me, they're making a web Mm -hmm. with Marvel. And so they have all these different movies, but they're all connected and interrelated. And so to to take one and separate it on its own, you kind of lose some stuff with it. Yeah, sure... Still a good movie, you want to see it. But it's it's the universe that they're making. Yeah. It's that you know they've got all these characters, and that they're doing it so well is the other thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but some of them are still bad uh, stinkers. Yeah, you know the both second Thor movie, movie was yeah.
3: The Hulk I don't like movie, the, the Hulk, it's not them. great.
1: I thought both uh, the second and third of Iron Man were
5: yeah, m- not
1: great. Bad. Well, that was good.
5: And I I agree with mom in it is that. Uh, the direction like yes you can compare movie to movie but also to kind of look at how they um, how they approach it I mean because you can take you can do that with comic series and say well this Captain America versus this Captain America versus this Captain America you know depending on what kind of focus you take in that character it's going to be a different kind of movie you know like Reagan, Jordan and I could each go and say alright we're each going to make a Spider-Man movie (laughs) you know and we all go and do that. It's going to be a different Spider-Man movie. Yeah, you know, it's going to be the same character, same things, but different. But emphasis. you need
4: those Thor movies to bring Thor, the, the oh, guy well, that uh, he yeah, is, into they they are their part part of Avengers. the Avengers. so yeah. they're all they're all interconnected. And you take some of those out, and I think you miss you miss something from the.
1: Well sure, overall. I just think it is valid to see that some of them are legitimately better. Yeah, and yeah, but some then you look worse. at the
4: cast and all the people in those big ones that you're talking about. You know, like uh, Winter Soldier, and how many people are in that and the parts that they do, and uh, those things are. It's not just about the Winter Soldier because yeah. there's a lot of
5: people involved right. with that. I would say for this one, for for basically just being. Spider-Man and the Vulture and a little help from Ned. You know, that's like three <laughs> characters. Yeah. You know, Tony Stark shows up every once in a while. Maybe I'll say three characters: half Tony Stark, half Ned, put together. Three characters. <laughs> what that's the a heck? weird character. But those three kind of carry the whole thing. Whereas you know, where you put Civil War, Cap, or a uh, Winter Soldier, that's Captain America, that's Sam Wilson, that's Nick yeah. Fury, that's all of these people. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I th- it's a small cast. It's a, a ground-level thing, like Greg was saying, but I think it is it is a really good movie. It's a good start.
1: Mm. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I'd put it up in high in the second tier. I yeah, wouldn't put it I'd, in the first. Yeah, I'd say
5: about that,
3: too.
1: I wouldn't put it up with, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Yeah. Right. But I might put it with the with second one. With the second one,
3: one yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I feel about the same.
1: All right, well, let's take a break, and when we'll come back, we'll focus on more worldview issues and what are some of the themes being preached in Spider-Man Homecoming.
0: The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life.
1: The most frivolous podcast on the <laughs> Reconstructionist Radio Network.
4: Oh, on that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in our world, no. I was going to say. Now hold on, but when you say <laughs> that network, I'm like, perhaps.
2: Some <laughs> more frivolous
1: <laughs> We have a niche. We we, we stay in our lane. <laughs>
3: It's the slow lane, <laughs> but it's our lane. Don't try to drive in the fast lane.
4: Sometimes it's a carpool
1: lane, but that's where we are. But lane. still proud, still proud to be on the Reconstructionist Radio yeah, Network. Definitely your one-stop shop for for all your dominionizing needs. Oh boy, there you
5: go got it in there.
1: Got it in there.
5: Check it off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And we're talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. We want to talk about uh, more worldview or thematic issues. We want to talk about things like uh, moral crisis that are uh, experienced by characters or ethical dilemmas maybe or what's the system of ethics. Just stuff like that. What is, what is Spider-Man Homecoming preaching? Themes. Morals, meanings.
5: Well, while you were saying it, you know, who, the moral crisis. I don't think Peter Parker ever had a moral crisis in this thing. Like just thinking back on it, he didn't ever have this big moment of like, oh, I can't, I can't handle being Spider-Man. I can't, you know, my my love versus this or this versus this. You know, that was never something that really showed up for him. It wasn't a I can't do this. It was more of a thing as like I want to do all of it. You know, <laughs> and I don't think that's necessarily a moral crisis. You know what I'm saying? That he wanted to be he wanted to be Captain America right away. And <laughs> it's like you can't be Captain America cuz you're Spider-Man. He you had to start off at the bottom. Um maybe the big one would be what the vulture was trying to talk to him about like you know that like the big man is always taking all our stuff and we have to scrimp and save off his scraps. But even then Peter was hadn't Ooh. ever said that though. Whenever um the
2: vulture was talking about well, whenever Peter's getting onto the vulture about like you're stealing this stuff and you're, you're selling some, it to villains yeah, bad guys yeah. and then the vulture flips it around and says
5: about isn't start. the
2: guy you're working for didn't he do
5: the same thing <laughs> this is how he got rich yeah yeah vulture was good at that savage, that was savage. michael
2: keaton keaton. Keaton. <laughs> keaton keeping it real <laughs>
5: keaton <Is> it real <laughs> well, she, I did put real. it on t-shirt <laughs>
1: I did think that Spider-Man had a bit of a moral crisis, and it was in, it was in, was he going to obey the father figure in his life, Mm, or is he going to, you know, do what he thinks needs to be done? Right. When his father figure is telling him, no, hold back. Yeah.
5: But with a father figure like Tony Stark, I mean...
1: Yeah, he's not the best (laughs) father figure in the world. He Right.
3: All right.
5: What? I
3: come with my own backup. (laughs) Oh boy, she's got her own (laughs) soundbite.
5: Thank you, Linda. So, what what do y'all think about?
1: What do y'all think about that particular crisis? That seemed to occupy a lot of the film, really. Yeah,
3: it did. Well, I, I mean, obviously, it all kind of works out at the end for Peter. But, and like he ends up saving the day and the plane mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Well, not really saving the plane. Plane crashes. Saves everything inside the plane though. Does he? But he, he leaves he, a note. He leaves <laughs> a note. <laughs> he leaves a note, <laughs> leaves a note, <laughs> a note though. Yeah. Just like he if apologizes. you crash into somebody's parked car or something.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but, um,
3: but I, I feel like, uh, I don't know and then i don't know how legitimate stark's authority over peter sort of is either like okay he made him this cool suit and stuff but
1: yeah he's really he's just a his guy.
3: involvement kind of ends there
0: right
3: so peter is not really is sort of he's is sort of looking up to him and stuff but i don't know how much actual authority stark actually has to be like able to say right. you need to listen to me and especially after he takes the suit away. Like
1: yeah, no, after he that. Didn't have, he didn't have what we would call organizational authority. Yeah. You know, there was no organizational chart where Tony Stark is higher up.
3: Yeah, because he doesn't actually have an internship with him, you know.
1: Right, but he does have a relational authority just because of the esteem that Peter holds him in. Right. Yeah. and the, And, you know, a lot of the time that can be more binding on you yeah and and I don't feel like he rebelled against the advice that Stark was giving him just because he was a rebel,
3: right. He was trying to do what he thought was the right thing, and I think
1: there you know we see montage type of scenes where we see that Peter's actually spending a lot of time, yeah in the limits that Stark put on him and yeah. even though he doesn't like it. Saving a that.
3: bike and giving somebody directions. Right. And, and I yeah. almost I almost <laughs> kind of feel
1: like that, that relational authority that Stark had, uh, Peter gave it to him through what we might call hero worship. Sure. And I really felt like the arc on that story then, as the movie progressed, is that Peter kind of matured a little bit mm-hmm. in that.
3: Yeah, he didn't need all of that recognition and approval right and he stuff. began
1: to see maybe he began to see Tony Stark and even the rest of the avengers in more of a realistic right. light began to see that maybe they don't deserve his they yeah. they're good guys but they are just guys yeah, yeah. but they are just men and and uh, so i felt like there was some growth there in the character realizing that he didn't have to He didn't have to aspire to this kind of unrealistic thing.
3: Especially at the end there when he turns down the Avengers offer and stuff. And that's... Tony kind of feels like that was a really mature thing for him to do and stuff. And I think that proves a lot of what you were saying. That he's gone through this change in how he views who he is and who these other guys are and who he's trying to...
1: Yeah. Well, let me ask this then. Why did he turned down the avengers offer to be an to be an avenger somebody anybody
5: I think well go ahead uh, i'm still organizing my thought go ahead well
3: i think he he i think it's possible that
5: he had just realized that he maybe
3: wasn't quite ready yeah for that for all the responsibility that that would bring to him and stuff yeah. like he wanted he that was what he was wanting this whole time, but I think once it got to that after everything he'd been through, once it got to that point, he just maybe was able to take a step back and be like, I am maybe not quite ready, as ready as I thought I was to accept this place. He
2: got
5: caught up in the rock star sort yeah. ofness of being. Yeah.
1: So well, would, it, would it be for right for
4: me? And I think that's really what, what the homecoming thing is about know, that he's saying, you know, I want to be the local Spider-Man. And <laughs> I need to grow. <laughs> for, for that, that neighborhood you know, That's Spider-Man. who I, that's where I need to be right now. And so there was some of that, that's where I kind of see the homecoming thing being about, that he's, he's so gone out, a, he's got the big eyes and, you know, bright lights, and oh, this is the uh, life for me, and then just saying, you know what, I'm where I need
1: to be. Is it a bloom where you're planted message? Is that what that was? Maybe or maybe, was it's it... oh, right. maybe it's
4: being patient. Maybe it's having some perseverance yeah. and doing the hard thing, being diligent and doing the same thing and
5: getting better because you're doing the same yeah. thing. Yeah, doing and... the little drudgy stuff. Mm. That he's you have willing to, do.
1: to. At the end, he's more willing to trust the process.
5: It's a different kind of responsibility than I think he was looking Thinking for. That he wanted, yeah, yeah, that he wanted more responsibility. You know, we never heard that line. Yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, I know that's probably tr- copyrighted, <laughs> but. <laughs> that is he that wanted he wanted more responsibility in the sense of like more, but then it's like I need to be responsible where I am first and then kind of step myself up.
1: that reminded me a little bit of like Lord of the Rings, where Frodo's first inclination at the very beginning of the whole thing is that. <laughs> he can't stand the boring place where he is. And, right. And he th- he thinks that he's thirsty for adventure. Uh-huh. And, and it's, you know, three days later, he's like, what in the world was I <laughs> This is
3: not the adventure <laughs> I had in mind.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, I felt like there was maybe some of that same type of thing. Right. And I, you know, I'm the only guy sitting here, but I almost feel like that's a... Is that a common guy thing? I almost feel like it is. I know mm-hmm. I felt like that the whole time I was in high school and stuff like that. Just uh,
3: the sort of idealizing or romanticizing, like going and being right,
4: more a,
1: away from here yeah. is automatically going to be better <laughs> than here. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's just
4: a guy thing. No, I think just... that's just part of. I think it's a thing. Yeah, growing up and making your own way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that may be right. I, I think you see it in, in like uh,
3: media a lot more with guys, though. Uh, sometimes you get a Disney princess singing about wanting more than...
1: oh right, was like, like that.
3: But but <laughs> yeah. I think it, I feel like you're right that it's shown a lot in guys on in like on screens and stuff in media. I feel like that's true.
1: But do you all as females here? Do you feel like that's common to females too? Or no?
3: Yes, I think that's common to. People, people cross. <laughs> well, cross the whole, board it's "that whole grass is always greener" type
2: of thing, isn't it? Okay. So
1: it's yeah, sort of Probably. Bad, I would guess.
2: Sort of bad I idea. Like it's probably a little bit more <laughs> prominent Promises. in people who have, who have always been in the same place. Does
3: oh, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Like I, I guess if you did a lot of traveling while you were young, or like these military kids who are always going right. around, they probably don't feel that as much because
2: that's the normal. So, I don't know.
1: Oh, yes.
2: Yeah. But even then, I think it is kind of a thing about growing up and maturing because, you know, you're not going to be, you're not made to be in your parents' house forever. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And when you grow up and you mature, you start thinking about these things, and even if you're not really sure of what you're going to do, you're still thinking, man, i got to get out of here. <laughs> 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 it's establishing yourself
4: as an individual. Right. Yeah. You know, and Having I think that's
5: normal yeah having gone and come back and gone and come back again I'm like man I gotta go like (laughs) like and that's nothing it's it's nothing against being here being home being with my family it's just that like it's like you're saying is that I I need to be out doing my thing because that's what I'm supposed to be doing right now I'm not supposed to be (laughs) at home still
1: (laughs) right right Ladies,
2: she just had her twenty-fifth birthday. I <laughs>
1: know yeah, I keep thinking about
5: this. It. Like, don't, don't talk about it.
1: <laughs> well, I think then the commonality is that you begin to get this creeping sense that I not only am I not going to be in this house forever, but I shouldn't be, and, right. and it will be better for me when I'm not. And then the temptation is to just kind of see that goal out there and not see all the steps that it takes to get there sure and I feel like that's where spider-man is in this movie he sees the goal and not the steps
4: and isn't that a regular guy thing
1: that's (laughs) for me not not having directions (laughs) yeah
4: not having the steps in between here and there I've got the I I got the direction
1: I know where I want to go I just don't I have no idea how to get there a lot of the time and so (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's where Spider-Man is, kind of a little bit. He knows he's got a general direction, but but then at the end of the movie, like I say, he's. I feel like he's at peace with the process. Well, and it's being
4: that. content where you are, because that's
1: where you need to be.
4: And I think that's a hard thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
5: realizing sure. you need to grow mm-hmm. a little bit more.
1: Right and i also kind of wondered as he turns down the suit right at the end he turns down the position as an avenger was it about aunt may and ned or was that the reason or part of the reason or or what is that part of the homecoming he decided he needed to stay at home for a while well you
2: know or? he is still a kid yeah he's yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's like still a sophomore a in high school
1: yeah, yeah. he was right. a freshman
2: he's 15. <laughs> I thought it was like a single,
4: single schoolhouse still from K to twelve, <laughs> and it was yeah, maybe like middle freshman, school. Right?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, fourteen yeah. or fifteen—that's about a freshman, yeah. depending on when his birthday is. Right. Freshman <laughs> year, but you
5: get a, a permit. Freshman year, he goes and fights in the Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> Sophomore year, taking down the vulture. There you go. We're <laughs> a
3: homecoming. Working senior
5: girl. Hey now, go for your Parker.
1: <laughs> and then I felt like there was another nearly moral crisis where you had to weigh on the one hand the desire to be responsible as Spider-Man and do what he should have done and then on the other hand the desire to Show maybe it get off. some of the benefits of being Spider-Man and and show Do it a off flip. And maybe impress the ladies or right. something like that.
2: Ladies. Are you the Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> Do a flip.
3: Me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that guy, I related to him most. <laughs> the Spider-Man from YouTube.
1: So I thought that was a little bit of a crisis.
2: Well, and I think in the beginning
4: when he goes back and he's on this internship and... You know he starts dropping all of his extracurricular programs he's not in band anymore he's not doing the the science quiz bowl thing you know he's not doing anything because I could be called at any moment and
1: yeah
4: and I think that's a hard way to live that you know I'm not doing anything but here I am waiting for anything at the moment that I can go and do this and right. and I think that was a real big dilemma for him and yeah. maybe that goes back to the end that you know hey I'm a kid I got a life I need to I need to be doing these things instead of, you know, waiting for the siren to buzz and I'm taking off somewhere.
1: Yeah, and then it's been mentioned, but the motivation for the vulture, I felt like that's, there's a little bit of a moral issue there to deal with. Right. It's not, it's not okay to be a bad guy for the sake of doing good for your family. Right. Yeah. You can't be a villain just because it brings in the cash. and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. And he was kind of trying to justify it. It's for the kids, you know. Yeah, I got a family to
4: take care of.
1: <laughs> Which is how, by the way, our government justifies everything, right? It's
4: for the kids.
1: It's for the kids, for Ooh. the families. <laughs> she's uh,
3: for the orphans. <laughs> the orphans, too. <she's. laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Anything else on this? Major themes, major messages. Mostly, it was just a little good old summer action adventure. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Fun little flick. So, Fun. I don't know. I think maybe if I see it again, maybe I'll like it a little bit more. But I went in. You know, the girls came back because this was their second time. They're like, oh, this is the best movie in the world. Yeah. <laughs> we
3: said he was the best Spider-Man. <laughs>
4: well, but you all were raving about the movie, and it makes perfect sense, and it's wonderful, and oh, you'll love it. And, it's so good. And uh, I went, and I was just like, Wait. <laughs> but, see,
2: I wasn't like that. Because it was my first time watching it, too. And I actually was like, "Wow!"
4: <laughs> <laughs> but did you hear them talk about, oh, it's perfect. You're yeah, we were telling like her
3: the and... whole time, like, oh, yeah. you're going to really love this Spider-Man. Yeah, it's going to be stuff. your favorite.
2: Yeah. And it was. You are so, right. <laughs> you're so easily swayed. You know what? I am.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Just Why don't you do this? Okay.
2: Okay. Uh. Oh,
1: another another story thing. Just before we finish, I don't know that this will set off a huge argument or anything. (laughs) Uh
4: Get ready. I'm gonna go off. (laughs) But
1: I uh, I don't want Iron Man messing with Spider Man's costume. I don't want him turning Spider Man's costume into just another version of Iron Man tech. You know, I just want him to be Spider Man.
2: I can see that. I can definitely see that argument. It doesn't so much bother me because. It makes sense because
5: that's Tony
1: Stark. Oh, well, yeah, well, it's it's technology in the story now. Yeah.
2: Tony
5: Stark right. has made literally half of the Avengers costumes, <laughs> and for the rest of them, he has, like, had something to do. Yeah, he's yeah. contributed in some the way. Shoes. Except for maybe I think Black Panther and the Guardians of the Galaxy because the Guardians of the Galaxy are too far away. Yes. Yeah.
2: But I think that um, maybe we're going to rein it in from that because we kind of got a taste of that, but I feel like you know Spider-Man himself was like came back to just being him Yeah, that's so true. maybe we'll ease into it a little bit more I don't know it doesn't super bother me but I can see why it is a little bit bothersome
1: yeah because then the tech becomes part of of Spider-Man's powers and,
2: yeah, and no that's just that. hard
1: to deal with
2: <sighs> But
4: that's the that's the age we live in of mm-hmm. technology. Yeah, but you it's know.
1: destroying everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, fire, man. <laughs> you know, like I was reading and I got this on the internet, so I'm not sure if this is right or not, but I read somebody saying that what DC Comics has done is made Batman's suit as techy and as armory as Iron Man's oh, yeah. armor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole thing about Batman was that he didn't have any superpowers, yeah. and that the only reason... That's not a superpower. It's well,
5: money! <laughs>
1: but, but the only... is
5: a superpower.
1: I enjoyed the fact that Batman's only only advantage was that he outworked everybody around him. Yeah. You know, he, just, he was just going to work harder, and that was why he would win. Well, that's how he got the suit. <laughs> well, and now, <laughs> he, now he's got the suit that gives him all these superpowers. And,
3: yeah, yeah. That's kind of lame.
1: That is lame. All right, that's another podcast still.
5: Well, <laughs> that's I'm, one. I can say stuff about Batman, but I'm not going to. Yeah, We're not going to um, talk about that. Batman. But, but comic-verse-wise, everybody has made Spider-Man a suit. I mean, like, everybody, <laughs> like, Iron Man has made him a suit. S.H.I.E.L.D. has m- probably made him a suit. I'm not for sure about that. Um, <laughs> the Fantastic, okay. the that Fantastic is really Four nice. have made him a suit. I think he's got one from the X-Men as well. Like, he's, he's got a suit from just about everywhere. So, it's not a huge thing for me. Um, Iron Man does make him a suit in Civil War, the comic series, which is... Uh, actually the one that we kind of see more at the end of spider-man homecoming which is the iron spider um but for me it's not a huge thing it's got a lot
1: of clothes well i'm a funny duddy yeah, I, I like Fuddy, it old school
3: i do like karen i think she was funny the little voice in the
5: suit karen i thought it
3: was i thought it was fun having him talk to her but
5: the second time through i was like listening to them talk and i was like man I'm like, does did Karen
3: they, have a, <laughs> does did Karen they have a just, crush on spider Well, no,
5: it, was just, it wasn't that. It was like, did Tom Holland actually say anything in these scenes? Or was he just like went through and re-recorded everything in a booth? Because half the movie, you can't see that boy's mouth at all. He's just talking inside of his mask. <laughs> well, who
1: knows? All right, we should end this. We'll wrap it up here from the Worldview Media Podcast, special holiday edition. Woo! And uh, thank you all for joining us. Yeah, thank
2: you all for joining
1: us. Special guest guest hosts.
2: That's me. <laughs> You're
1: all right. special. We'll see you all. Right. God bless you all out there. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Worldview Media Podcast. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com to check out the other podcasts in our network and to download our free audiobooks.